All right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, we are here on episode 29. There's one after 28. I just uploaded 28 today, so this will be next week's episode. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's been a cool week. We've got a plenty of stuff to talk about. We're going to do products of the week that we really want to discuss, and that's probably going to be like a new segment on the podcast. Um, so thank you to Brownells. Um, if you go check them out, I will have a link down in the show description down below. So if you go in there, you go to my link tree, you'll see Brownells on there. It is super awesome. Um, I am super thankful that they want to help with this podcast. So thank you guys so much. Uh, speaking of Brownells, um, I was able to order the 509T and I'm able to, uh, that should be in by tomorrow sometime. And I'm hoping the CNH precision plate for my Smith and Wesson will be in at the same time. And then, um, we have a ton of products to go over already. I mean, I've got I've got so many reviews sitting on the table just from taking two weeks off. I, I can't imagine what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks when I'm I'm still I'm taking another two weeks off. So it's a uh, it's going to be nuts. But uh, I mean, guys, we are uh, you know we're pushing along, we're chugging along, we're trying to get some stuff out to you. Uh, Millar finally got his night vision. Um, I know we talked about that on his last pod, on the last podcast. Um, and he was supposed to go out and play with it at some point today, but he completely did not do that. So that's totally okay. It's going to be tomorrow. Tomorrow night is it's scheduled. So tomorrow night he's scheduled to go play with his night vision for a while. And uh, yeah, no, we have been doing awesome. And I just want to thank Brownells for a lot of the products that they send out to us at a reduced cost or free. Um, so thank you guys so much yeah, for all you- of that Brownells and, uh, we will continue to rep you as, uh, because Brownells is a, is a distributor. So everything they kind of send us, we give our own honest opinions on. They 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 don't really make a whole ton of products. So um, I do wish Brownells would make their own night vision. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that could be cool. Or IR. Or IR. Bring back Ooh. the pack. Bring no. back the pack. Uh, I mean, the pack is not that great, but... <laughs> There's some people that were fans. There could be some enhancements. There could mm-hmm. be some enhancements. I think the number one thing that I heard was um, that you have to cite in the laser and the illuminator separate. Yeah. So make that make that a, a one step process instead of a two step process. Bingo. Which Just is like a huge a, pain in the ass. Yeah. I mean, the, the D ball, I think all of them cite in together the visible laser, the IR laser, and the illuminator. Yeah, the D ball, um, the Hollow Sun, the Steiner C plus, all those. Oh no, not the Steiner, the Mall C plus. I don't know why I said Steiner. The Mall is the Mall is. Uh, everyone's getting malls right now for the night vision stuff. If I, I could know. afford, if I could afford that, that seems to be the way. It it sounds pretty good. Um, I just I I'm I don't know, man. I personally like the look of the the D ball. The A3, I like that one the most via look-wise because it just looks like that big box, you know, that conventional night vision stuff. I love how that looks. Yeah, I, I mean, that's uh, that's my plan. I, I'm totally, I'm I'm pretty set on the A3. Uh, I was waffling between that or the D2. Uh, the D2, the illuminator is leaps and bounds brighter than the A3, um, but for the distances that I intend to, to shoot at, especially at night, I'm probably not reaching out, you know. I mean, I think some people were saying it was good for like 900 meters. You never know how far away a Fed boy is going to be. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be in a farm field. 
<laughs> at least, I mean, it, we, we, who knows? The apocalypse does appear to be coming. We keep checking boxes <laughs> off. So you never know, I guess. But Yeah, the Supreme Court's out there just going hog wild. So we're going to be we're going to be doing some fun stuff. Um, so, yeah. So what's your product of the week? We've discussed this. Let's uh, let's talk about your product of the week. Your stupid 22. All right. So I was eyeing this literally on the 4th of July waiting for the fireworks stupid 22 <laughs> you you need to look this thing up i'm i'm pretty sold i am pretty sold on this uh the I'm fm listening. the fm 502 tactical 22 lr <laughs> it, com- <laughs> it comes in fde uh they do a 10 and a 15 round mag version uh but it has a optics cut on it it comes with a threaded barrel so it's good to go to run suppressed and you know, I love running suppressed and staying blessed. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty set on this thing. You know, the 509 comes with all that too, right? But this is a 22. Yeah, the 509 is a nine millimeter, which is the best caliber. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I figured I'd probably end up with both, but this one caught my eyes <laughs> and I was like, I need this. 22s are god awful and nobody likes them. They're terrible. I hate 22s. I don't like them. Uh, I you gotta look this up. It's 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 hot. I'm, I mean, it looks like the 509 though. So you probably you know what it looks like. Yeah. So just go out and buy a 509, everybody. Um, have fun with your 509s. I'm not a 22 person. I never have been. I like. I it was one of the guns I first learned to shoot with. So yeah, you know, I think that's kind of my stepping point. But I love intermediate calibers i love nine millimeter i love five five six i love six five grendel like i love six five creedmoor i love six millimeter creedmoor i love all the creedmoors um and all the grendels i love all the cool cartridges i just i am not i'm not i hate 22 i don't like rimfire i've just had so many bad experiences with 22s like and it's not like like what i think you a, shooting i think a ruger mark four would be awesome with like a like a Bowers Group Biddy or something like that. I was but eyeing that too. I have I have a, a Walther um, P twenty two. Yeah, and I, it literally only runs CCI mini mags, which is cool. That's it's not a problem. I mean, it's super cheap ammo, so it's not an issue. But when the ammo apocalypse happened, you couldn't can find it anywhere. And then when you find like the gold brick stuff or whatever, like it just doesn't run any of it. It consistently has problems. If you don't clean it, it jams up. Um, it's just a big piece of shit. And I don't like is, 22s. Is yours the, because um, yours have the competition front on it or is it the standard one? It's just a standard piece of shit one. Uh, okay. Yeah. My dad has, uh, pretty sure it's the P22. That's a fun gun too. I we haven't had any issues with that, but he has the extended um, version with like the um, I think they consider it like the competition setup. So yeah, I don't know. I I mean I wasn't really into. Uh, I hadn't messed around with twenty two until the ammo apocalypse there during COVID, and then I was like, when the prices went out the roof, I was like, I'm going to invest in a twenty two. See, but I'm not I'm not a big fan of 22s. I've just never been a big fan of 22s. And I realize there's a purpose. There's a purpose for everything. And I get it. But I'm just like, you know, like I would much rather have 17 HMR than 22. I would much rather have that. But why would you rather have that? It's such Are a cooler it, cartridge and it's so much faster. Is it just because it says HMR instead of LR? 
No, it's literally a faster cartridge. I just twenty two is literally you've got what fifty yards. Yeah, but that's 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 where the difference is though. Like I'm trying to suppress it and run super quiet, like dumb quiet with no ear pro. I three hundred blackout. Not as quiet. I bet you you could get three hundred blackout with a with like a Sandman L. You could get three hundred blackout on a ten inch barrel to be fucking movie quiet. I, I bet you it will not run as quiet as the uh, Aguila Calibri. <laughs> and you know what? I won't even care because it's a 22 and it's got awful. Yeah, those those are, I mean, they're they're like 710 feet per second. It is dumb quiet. Um, but they also don't cycle. Because- Just throw a rocket fucking 30 feet per second. You'll be okay. A rock would have more impact. <laughs> See, there we go. We, we we've come to an agreement. Rocks are better than twenty twos. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I uh, if you look up that five hundred two, that thing looks hot. I could totally picture running it. All right, I'm gonna see if we have any reviews on our podcast because I keep asking people for reviews, you're, and we're gonna we're gonna see if we got anything. You're gonna do a uh, a live <laughs> a live reading of a review. I'm curious if we got anything recently. I always do live readings, but I don't know if we have a new one. No, no. We have nothing new. People, you got to review us so we can, you know, Give read us it on spiciness. air. Spiciness. Because we have Dick Thunder, you know, Willie Thunder 26. He had a cool review. Um, and then we had uh Euro EIEIO, who decided to, to call one of us a drama queen. I'm pretty sure it was me. And then somebody <laughs> wrote, Great podcast. Like, that's not very helpful. <laughs> so, I will say I'm quite disappointed in uh, TNTE sales. Um, apparently, it's going to take them four years to put out a 13.9 barrel that they said was in stock. So, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, but I'm waiting on a Roscoe 13.9 uh, with a front side post. And they said it was in stock. I only ordered one, not 20. And um, it, it hasn't shipped yet. So I, they said on their website, it could be two to four business days. That was, I, I, I submitted the order. When did I submit the order? June 30th. It is now July 8th. I've got nothing from them. And then, uh, yeah, no, now they sent an email saying that it could be two to four weeks for it to ship. To me, that's bullshit. You shouldn't put in your website that it ships within two to four business days, but it takes two to, and then you send me an email that says it takes two to four weeks to ship. TNTE, you're on my bad list already. Um, well, should, should we shift into the uh, concealed carry stuff? Uh, yeah, what do you want to talk about with that? Uh, I mean, we can talk about what I was messaging you earlier. Like, it's crazy when you go un- unrestricted. There's just this awkwardness, and I don't know oh. how to do it. <laughs> it's how is it this... carrying for the first time? Because I forgot what it was like to carry. Like, I mean, a virgin, I, you know, I mean, I could carry before, but I was restricted to you know uh, going to and from uh, my place of employment. <laughs> So tell us in the state that you were, what does it take for you to get to the point where you can 
get an unrestricted permit beforehand? Like what would it have taken for you to get an unrestricted permit? You, see, there was a definitely a major misconception of what it took um, from everybody that I've talked to before. Um, but if you owned a business, you were a shoe in, um, you got an unrestricted. Um, if you had, my understanding is that like, if you had a, you know, a ex spouse or somebody that was abusive and like threatening to you and you had protective orders and this and that, that you could attempt to file with that. But there was a lot of, I don't know what's true and what's not, but there was a lot of like rumors that even then they'd still deny you. Um, so yeah, basically if you're a business owner, you were a shoe in, if you had like a security clearance, my understanding is you were also a shoe in for an unrestricted. Um, so I could have gotten unrestricted. I think I still have my secret security clearance. You probably would have been fine. Yeah. Um, although actually you, you honestly might've still been restricted. I did bump into a guy that was. I'm not sure what to refer to him as. He seemed like he was kind of a rent-a-cop. Um, and he had a restricted. But he... AKA security guard. Yes. He, he said that literally, like, he could get a phone call at any time of the day. And, you know, he might be called to go watch, like, a tractor trailer that's full of stuff. Oh, so he's one of those top secret super mall ninjas. <laughs> I guess. But... Uh... Yeah, so I was chatting with him, and he his was restricted. Now his interesting, uh, yeah. So very, uh, it's very interesting because, like you said, like a dude could get a call at any time of the day and need to report somewhere, but he was restricted. And with being restricted to something like business, he's not supposed to have it on him if he's not conducting business. But he was in a position where potentially he could conduct that business at any time but from talking with law enforcement they wouldn't view that as an acceptable um, none of it really makes any sense to me because i don't understand like so what does a, a unrestricted permit grant you does it just mean you could carry like a normal person in like texas yes <laughs> yeah, so what happens so what happens in your state if you get um, like say you're walking down the street and you're printing like and a cop sees that like what are they are they going to be like give me a permit see now what what is the verbiage for your permit like what do they call it is it concealed carry permit license to carry a handgun yeah see ours is wear and carry so I can open carry I can I can open carry a AR pistol um, not that I do any of that. I mean, you but, could you could do the exact same thing here. Like you can open carry an AR pistol or put it in your backpack or do anything like that. Yeah. I do know um, the uh, attorney general of Texas. Um, I sent them an email and I requested clarification. Uh, and they told me that um, they didn't have an answer for me. So I, re I requested an answer on, um, am I allowed to carry an AR pistol in my backpack? Um, and I have an email from them stating that as long as it is a pistol, um, you are allowed to carry it. That's what they told me. They didn't, they did not clarify any more than that. And they said short. And then I asked them about a short barreled rifle. I said, if I have an SBR, am I allowed to carry that in my backpack since I have a license to carry? And they just sent me back. You have a license to carry a handgun. Now in the state of Texas, we have open carry for long guns, 
So anything that would be a rifle or maybe like a short build rifle, I don't know how that would change that. That's but, a very gray area. And that's yeah. uh, the same here. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think most realize that that's out there, but I, I believe it was a few attorney generals ago. I saw a dude on Instagram that open carried here with his wear and carry permit. Um, and the police showed up, went through the, his whole permit and stuff. And obviously this is pre the Supreme Court um, decision, but they ran through all his his stuff, called up, uh, I forget what the hell they call it, the gun center or whatever, asked what he could do. They were like, yeah, he can open carry, he can conceal carry. Like the dude's basically allowed to have a loaded firearm on him. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, he also during that said that he had like a copy of an email, I think similar to like what you have from a previous attorney general stating that we can apparently uh, open carry long guns here. Not that I think anybody does that. And the other thing to me that seems there, there's always gray. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be always going to be gray areas. So don't take anything. We're not attorneys again, as we've stated many times on this podcast, but um, there are always attorneys like that. You can pay money and talk to and find out what your gun laws are and what you can and cannot get away with. Um, So if I were you, I would definitely speak to them. Now, attorneys are always going to kind of caution away from doing things that might be in a gray area just because that's something that it's really hard for them to defend. So realize that too. Um, But again, I'm the type of person that if you have a, um, if you have some sort of thing that you want to do, or you're afraid of doing, or maybe you don't want to, uh, or you don't really care, you know, if the cops pull you over and you have a gun and you're carrying illegally, that's up to you and your God. I have, I have no problem with it. I think if that cop's going to arrest you, he's a bit of a bitch, um, but that's just me. Um, you know, so I would, I would kind of go on that. Um, but no, I, I fully support you carrying illegally. I don't care. It's not my, you know, um, here in the state of Texas, the only just reason to clarify, why, I am carrying legally. <laughs> I don't, again, I don't care if you are or you're not. Um, But in the state of Texas, like you now, everyone now has the right to uh, conceal carry. You don't need a permit for it. So I find it absolutely hilarious that we have Texas state troopers and Texas police officers that still do not know that that's a law and are still arresting people for that. And then they're going up in front of judges and getting berated for it. because they're stupid Um, and this is exactly my my bone to pick with a lot of this is that you have police officers who are supposed to know the law and they don't know the laws in their own state so it's like to me it's like how can you consider yourself a police officer or peace officer or someone a law enforcement agent if you don't know the law it's literally law enforcement it's the first letter of that whole sentence there law enforcement like it's the first word there. I don't understand it. I don't see how some of these guys can just be that blatantly dumb. Um, and here's the thing. Here's my case. If I were if I were to be a law enforcement officer today, go back and do my post stuff again and do all that, I honestly would be like, oh, I don't know the law. Oh, well, have a good day. Bye. I don't foresee. I don't. I don't at all see why there are law enforcement officers out there 
trying to dig up laws and throw people in jail uh, for crap that literally just should not be a thing, you know? I mean, that was with that, um, that video I was talking about with the dude that was open carrying that was interesting to me was they didn't know the law, so they had to call in. They tell him, or they, they tell the officers that the person is good to go carrying the AR pistol. And then an officer on the side is like, what about the gun that he's concealed carrying? And it's like, uh, I, I didn't get that. It felt very fishing to me. Like if the guy has a permit to carry, the guy's got a permit to carry, whether it's open or concealed. So like, all of those cops are just dirt bag cops. They don't deserve a paycheck. I'm sorry. Awful, terrible police officers. Yeah, but that, I don't know. That hit me weird watching that video. Um, I hate to say it, y'all, but the police department and the police officers for that specific reason. And you're talking about a case in what state? There was a guy that got pulled over, like, uh, Finland? No, what was it? Maryland? You were saying he had a restricted permit or something like that? Where in that state? Uh, which situation are we talking about? The one you just said about the cops who were fishing about oh, that. He, no, he was unrestricted. Oh, the one who had an unrestricted permit in, in what state? Maryland? Yeah. Okay, so he had an unrestricted permit in Maryland, and there were a bunch of cops fishing for if this guy broke some laws? I, yeah, I mean, they had everything laid out on his trunk. And the dude's like, uh, oh, I've seen that video. Yeah, I think all I those sent cops it to you. are terrible. Yeah, I sent it to you. They literally, <laughs> yeah. like, they literally in the video, like, they basically say he's good to go. And then next thing you know, this other cop is like asking 50 questions, trying to figure out. I don't know. It came off very fishing to me. Like, it sounds pretty that shitty. guy wanted to get something on him. And it was just, it was weird. Well, yeah, because that's what cops do. They're professional narcs. They got to sit there and professionally fuck up shit. They're like the FBI, but worse. Like they find something that's just totally not complicated. Fuck it up. Um, but that, again, here's me ranting against the state. Um, look, let me let me put it to you this way. If you're a good cop out there, you're doing good things. Thank you for your service. If you're not a good cop and you're out there fishing for people who are breaking laws and you're out there enforcing unconstitutional gun laws, I think you're a shitbag cop and we're going to leave it at that. That includes the ones in New York and California and Texas and all the states that have crappy gun laws, which is every single one of them, uh, to include like Hawaii and places like that. I just don't, I don't foresee you fulfilling a useful purpose day in and day out. I think. I think of you as a tax collection agent and I want to avoid you at all costs. That's all. That's all you are to me. <laughs> all right there. I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not going to lie. I, I know. I just sit back and let you say how you feel. I just, I mean, that's but, all you are. You were to me at that point, if you're, if you're literally just pulling people over all day long and enforcing bullshit traffic laws, like, I get it. If someone's doing 100 miles an hour over the speed limit and trying to kill a bunch of people, sure. Reckless, fine. We can, we might be able to reach a point where I would think that that, that, is, that is something that might need some sort of thing. But at the end of the day, like, if you're just going around and you're, you're like, mm, I smell marijuana, get out of the car, um, driving while black is an offense to me. Like, yeah, no, you're a terrible police officer. You're a tax collection agent at that point. I don't, I don't see you fulfilling any useful purpose. Your job at that point is not honorable. I'm sorry. 
I feel like we kind of sidetracked here. We but, did. I got so <laughs> mad because you got me talking about 22s and I hate 22s and it just made me angry and I went down my path of <laughs> my, my, my hatred for 22s and my dislike for the law enforcement agents of the world. So, yeah. So what, what I was saying was like, it's weird, like going from need a fire axe. Yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll bring you happiness. Firefighters are where's way Adam, better. Where's Adam? And <laughs> Firefighters are way better than police officers. Um, but, but, um, well, oh, so yeah, what I was saying was it's, it's awkward going from like unrestricted to like, and when I say that, like when you're restricted, like I said, it's to and from like work. So, yeah. So I wanted to know, I really wanted to know, like, what, what does that mean? Like restricted, like it's to and from work. So, so what happens if you're at work? Are you allowed to carry while you're at work? Yes. It's while conducting business. While conduct. Okay. But what happens if you work for like another company? I mean, you know, I work for multiple. I can't, I can't <laughs> do it at the other. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, so, so say you have like two jobs and one is like, sure, you can carry here, blah, blah, blah. While you're it's, list, it's listed on the, the permit. What the business? Correct. Oh, that's stupid. It says on the back, like restricted to conducting business while with so and so. Oh, that's fucked. Fuck that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's not a thing anymore. This is what we're talking about. Here. I know, but still, that was some <laughs> bullshit. So, what was it like? You know, popping your cherry would go and getting your soda today. I honestly didn't make it over there. Oh, you didn't? I, no. I, Did you I, not leave uh, the house all day? I weed whacked. And I mm, well, you I bet mean. you whack some things with your weeder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, this weekend I'm going to, I'm carrying everywhere. Dude, do it. <laughs> like it's, it's, I don't, I don't, I carry everywhere. Like I carry it. Fuck. I told you I had to go to the police department, um, uh, the other day, um, and, uh, I accidentally, I totally carried like into the station. Like I wasn't even like, I was like, ooh, I, I forgot I wasn't supposed to do that. And I told the detective, I was like, you know, oh crap, like I left I left my gun on me. Can I go take it back out and put it in my little car safe? And he was like, I don't give a shit. Like, that's a good cop, by the way. Um, <laughs> like, so, you know, like there was that thing, but you know, I was I'm not technically, I'm not allowed to carry into a police station, but I I I carry a gun literally every day. Um, I went into the airport one time and I had a Glock magazine fully loaded in my pocket and I completely forgot about it. And I had to go through security and I got through security and I was like, oh crap, I have my Glock mag in my pocket. And the person who dropped me off had already driven away. So I, it's like, I literally had just had to dump a Glock mag with hollow points, which was like a hundred dollars worth of hollow points <laughs> in a damn trash can. So it was like, you know, shit happens. But at the same time, like, I carry all day, every day while I'm at work where I'm, no, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, so that's pretty interesting to see people who don't do that. And I'm like, yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's going to be the, ex the excitement here is out of the roof. Um, the, the amount of people that are applying and are signed up for courses at the moment is astronomical. Uh, I hear you. People are getting ripped off like crazy. Uh, I have not seen anything outrageous here. Okay. Um, but I will say that our licensing portal crashed on day one from people submitting. Really? Yes. 
the amount of people that are submitting right now is is just astronomical that's quite um, hilarious so it's it's um i mean for people that have i don't know how to how to even word it i mean wanted just wanted to carry for years uh for that now to be available uh is is just crazy and for me um i mean i they they released the statement that the restricted permits um there was no restrictions anymore like they were null and void literally the day a year to the day uh from when i was approved oh wow that's cool so i was i was restricted for a full year and then went unrestricted uh, so today, when you were when you were restricted you never carried outside like you never carried or did anything with it i whenever i went to i mean to conduct business at my other job yeah i, I went to and from there yeah but you but didn't, didn't like you didn't like go to the grocery store or do anything no no i wasn't uh i'm too <clears throat> compliant too compliant with that stuff <laughs> boring I know. Well, yeah, so, I know. so what happens if you're a little bit, but I, I try to stay on the. <laughs> so what happens if like you're, if you're carrying and like you're carrying for your other job and you just want to like go grocery shopping while you're on your lunch break, are you not allowed to carry at that point? Uh, during the restrictions? Yeah. The restrictions, you can't literally stop from when the restrictions were in place, you literally could not stop from work to home. Like you literally are supposed to drive from your, from work to your home. Then you can, you know, put your stuff away because now you're not conducting business and then you could go out and get gas or groceries or whatever. That is That's... literally how that operated. So now, wow. so now you're able to, you can stop anywhere that's legal <laughs> and uh, go ahead, grab your coffee, grab your soda. Um, yeah. You know what surprises me is that Canadians, there are Canadians who are out there. Trust me, awful country. Don't go there. Um, full of awful people. They're just the worst. Um, <clears throat> but <laughs> there's a Canadian in there. Why, why, why do I feel we're about to get a Canadian review? <laughs> <laughs> Canada, zero stars, would not go again. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, there are Canadians who are like upset at the fact that like the Supreme Court now said that there are a lot that there are people who are allowed to open carry. And I'm like, wait a minute. Nobody who carries a gun in America is gonna go drive up to Canada. Like that's just not something that we're gonna do. Um, because first of all, but, I mean they didn't say open carry yet. They no. said they said that they could not restrict the the permitting um with the restrictions that New York was doing. Yeah. So yeah. So the, the much... open carry aspect, though, is still on the table because that got pushed to the lower courts for the licensing of a gentleman in Hawaii that I think has been fighting for that for thirty years. They mm -hmm. denied him his concealed carry permit. So then he said, "All right, f it," and I'm going to go after. Well, now he's going to get. Now he's going to get. He's his... going to get everything. He's going to get yeah. the gamut now. He's getting yeah. everything. Yeah, because Hawaii is a tyrannical state too um so anyway i don't even think hawaii should be a state just give it back to the people who want it and get all the white people out of there um again <clears throat> uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 
again, I'm a white guy saying this, so don't worry. I <laughs> don't think I think that should be given back to its people. Um, but continuing on, uh, going ahead with the 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 awkwardness of Canada, like can, people uh, people in Canada who are freaking out about people being allowed to get issued concealed carry permits. There, there are legitimate like things on YouTube where like Canadians are like, this is scary. I'm like, D- don't even, like you have the most restrictive gun laws in the country, in the world. And you had some dude who went and shot like what, 50 people in Canada? Uh, Canada probably doesn't remember, but we pretty much allowed them to be a country. Yeah, we could have annihilated <laughs> them. You know, yeah, we still can. I, I'm pretty sure we own way more I, guns here. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I stopped caring about other countries' well, opinions after 1776. Right, I know. Um, so uh, yeah, that's the same for British people. Fuck the Queen. Um, yeah. So <laughs> the- <laughs> down with the king. <laughs> <laughs> Off with her head. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, we're on Interpol's radar now. Um, <laughs> so, so like, there are all these Canadians who are up there who are complaining about like people owning guns or whatnot. Well, and then Trudeau went out and said it was like in Canada, you're you don't you you can't own a gun for self defense. When that was proven like completely inaccurate, apparently like a bunch of people were like, no, we're allowed to own guns for self-defense. You just have put so many restrictions on how we can keep them. It's almost pointless for us to have it as a weapon of self. Because apparently in Canada, if you don't go home and like immediately lock your gun in your safe when you get home, like that's a bad thing. Like apparently you go to jail for that. I'm not even sure what to say to that. I'm not even sure either. I think that's, I think it's stupid. Like, I think the Canadian officials would freak out when they come down here. And they, I've got like, I've got like five ARs out of my safe. Like they're just literally like, hang, they're strewn about the house. Like they're literally just in loaded with, with magazines and everything, just randomly around the house, you know? So it's like the Canadian officials would probably pee on themselves coming in here and ruining my floors. I was about to say, if Trudeau <clears throat> listens to this, he's probably not going to fall asleep for like a week. <laughs> For months. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm I'm I it surprises me though, because like in California, like I always had like when I lived there, I had a gun always out, and people were like, You have to put that in a safe. And I'm like, wait, you like I didn't I thought it was weird that people even owned gun safes. So it's like I was like, wait, what? Like now I have one just because I have too many guns. Um were you, did you ever give them the uh so what they do back in you know the 1700s yeah you know right <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh speaking that. of which how was you you shot that that flint the, I, I i yeah that was so fucking badass so what was so what was it you got to talk to me so about i it. i i shot a a musket and then i also shot a fowler uh so the musket is you got to explain the difference between the two i'm yeah i'm working on it I got I to gotta figure out how to articulate this. I struggle getting these words out sometimes. So the musket is, I mean, what they would use for combat. Look, Biden, we don't have a teleprompter here, so you can't read end yeah. quote, okay? And it was legal to, to own cannons back then, Biden. Anyways. <laughs> um, so the musket had the bayonet log on the front. Um, ah, shit, what was the stock made of? 
I mean, it was a heavy wood stock, so you could you could flip and go to hatchet mode if you needed to. Um, but <clears throat> the Fowler was the Fowler was pretty sweet. Uh, that was like the farmer's gun, smooth bore. Um, so you could you could load a variety of different things so in there. To pretty hunt. much a shotgun. Yes, but you could still load like, I mean, musket ball in it. So it was versatile because you could would run you, both. Would you be able to hit anything with it? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering because rifling kind of makes the gun, you know, so that's, that's a bit um, I odd. Mean, I mean, we were probably shooting at 25, 30 yards. It, it was out of the shots that I had, which I think was seven. You about. actually got to shoot real bullets? Yeah. Yeah, I was shooting actual musket balls. That's interesting. Like uh, real charged much musket balls? Like where were you at? Uh, they, they weren't putting like the full amount of powder that you would have if you were in battle. So they were lighter loaded, so a little less recoil. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I, I was hitting paper. I think I got like four out of seven. I had one, um, like delayed, uh, why, why am I blanking on the term? Like a hang fire? Yeah, I had a hang fire and it was like, it was one of those moments I like pulled the trigger and then I was like, oh shit, something's supposed to happen. And then it went off. <laughs> You're like, wait, boom. Oh, okay. There we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. I don't think that one made it on the paper. <laughs> hey, I mean, it happens. Um, I've I've actually shot like two black powder guns in my entire life. And both times I shot them and I was like, all right, that was pointless. Were Thank they you. newer? Or were they like older? Newer. Like, I think, uh-huh. you know, I don't fucking know. Like one, you put a little percussion cap in and the other one, it had a little uh, piece newer. of they had a little striker thing that hit the steel. So they have that thing. I think it was mm. called a flintlock. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. I, the, uh, the musket and the Fowler were badass. The, the Fowler, the trigger pull, well, the musket, the trigger pull was like nine pounds. And then the Fowler was uh, like three pounds or around three pounds. Which got me curious because, you know, I'm pretty stuck on my mil spec triggers and their weight. Um, so I might venture out and try one of the, the lighter weight Geisleys at some point, like the, uh, the E. And that'll all be due to the, the old musket. I'll be putting on the modern musket. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, I guess that's my question. Like, do you know what the different, like, what makes it a flintlock versus like a not flintlock like like what are the ones that use percussion caps and what are the ones that don't use that like uh the percussion caps aren't the percussion caps are just like a little like the little uh what the hell am i thinking um see this is i don't know anything about old guns i think old guns belong in museums My ancestors' guns are in museums. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> um, yeah, see the the percussion caps. Now here's the I don't know. One of the ones that popped up is the NRA's brief. Um, so this is more modern. Percussion cap might be like Civil War era. Let's see. 
because we were actually put it like they put the powder in ours. They put the power powder in yours. Yes. That sucks. Yeah, they loaded everything. Boo. But it, I, I would, I would want to do it again. They said there's a, there's a couple brothers that go down there. They've been down there 14 times to, to just go out and shoot those things. And you're only, you only get to shoot like six rounds. I got to shoot a seventh because I think they saw that we were proficient with a firearm. So we had saved time of them, you know, yelling at us and we were able to shoot an extra round. <laughs> Didn't have to take any beatings. So that's good. Well, you know, you're in a state that was pretty much controlled by the British and they were letting you shoot arms. So this is true. <laughs> British didn't do too well against my ancestors. So <laughs> yeah, well, apparently they apparently your ancestors allowed some people to give up there. <laughs> uh, let's see, creation. Percussion cap creation. When the hell did these come out? Somebody give me a timeline. I have no idea. I think it's all ridiculous. They were introduced in the 1820s. Mm. So yeah, this is uh, definitely a little later than um, what I was shooting um, timeline-wise. So you, which one did you like? You like the Fowler more, you said? My wife was a huge fan of the Fowler. I, the trigger pull on that was nice. Like I said, it, it for me, it made me consider doing something with a lighter trigger pull because I'm used to a heavier trigger pull running that mil spec stuff. So you mean, you, you mean you want to run a single stage precision trigger that has like absolutely nothing to it. You should feel that. Um, look at this. Look, this is my pinky. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to build something with something like that. Like nothing. There's nothing yeah. there. Yeah. I, one of those triggers is going to end up in something. I'm not sure what yet. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it'll, maybe it'll be my new truck gun <laughs> i have i have i think three now single stage precision triggers like not 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 guys lace, but i have three single stage precision or three single stage triggers not the ssp i have one single stage precision for guysley i have the sd3g from guysley i have oh wait i have four i have the um pof three and a half pound single stage and then i have the uh ke arms four pound single stage hmm. so they're really light they're really good triggers i really like them so well you know i'm no no trigger snob but um i wasn't until i got a nice trigger and then i was like you know what it's really nice <laughs> uh well i kind of have that experience with that geisley uh government contract trigger that i got um the scalper for those that aren't following me on Instagram. Um, I still need to post up on YouTube some some breakdown of uh, of what it what I've got built, um, which will be soon. Um, but that <clears throat> that is fully together. Um, huge thank you from uh, for Brownells for the uh, the EOTech uh, to top that off. Um, the build is beautiful. I, I this is like a, a dream build. I literally. This is what I have pictured for probably the last two years building. Really? Um, so I, I am ecstatic uh, to have that together. Uh, Mid-COVID, I, I decided I wanted the 
Sons of Liberty scalper lower, and then I also wanted the Soul Snatcher lower, um, which I just picked up the Soul Snatcher lower this week. Again, huge thank you, Brownells. They got that in. I was able to snag that up um, and collect the the second lower that I really wanted. And um, if you haven't checked them out, check out the safety selectors on those because they are they're just funny as hell. <laughs> oh yeah, what is it like? And, war mode and. Uh, well, the, the scalper is, uh, Pete, what is it? Peace pipe, um, canoe head and war party. Okay. And then the, um, <clears throat> the soul snatcher is smoke break. Uh, crap. Um, what is it? Single fuck and then zero fox in the full auto. Oh, okay. If I remember correct. Yeah. So they're just, they're funny. And then they, of course, have some cool, uh, logos engraved on them too. Um, but yeah, I, the safety selectors on those were kind of the selling point for me. There you go. But I, I'm stoked to have both of those. Uh, the scalper fully built. Um, that is with a 11 and a half inch Sons of Liberty uh, barrel. I'm running their gas block, their gas tube. Uh, the whole build is basically Sons of Liberty, forward control designs, and Geisley. Um, yeah, it, this is... Like I said, this is the uh, this is probably the nicest build. This is the nicest build. It's not probably. It is the nicest build I have done, um, altogether. I mean, that is uh, the Geisley Mar uh, the Mark sixteen rail. Um, I've got the Geisley OD green buffer tube. Um, running the scalper bolt carrier group, um, which I have heard they only make like a hundred or so a year of. Uh, so to pair the scalper bolt carrier group with the lower um, is That's awesome. one with the chief hat, right? Well, it's got the, yeah, it's got that. And then he's got nods on too. Okay. Yeah. That's so it's, uh, yeah. So I'm pretty, I am super stoked with this build. Um, the, the last things that I need to look at, uh, I mean, I probably need a light, which will probably be the, the cloud rain uh, 2.0 in, in green to match the rail. Mm -hmm. um and you did say the shades were different but i mean every anodized part is different yeah i have the so i have the rain no consistency really to anodized green i have the rain get and, stuff all in the same batch but even then if it's the same batch it still has inconsistencies exactly. um but i have the rain 2.0 and od green and it's kind of more like a forest green instead of an od green but i i i, I like it it's a good green yeah I, I'm gonna rock that on there. I mean, I've I've got the OD green rail. I've got the OD green buffer tube. Um, I got the Ford Control Designs EPC, the ejection port cover off of Junkyard Ops. Uh, shout out to my homies over there. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so what else? There's something I'm forgetting because I've got a. Did you ever get the Ford Control Designs charging handle? Oh no, I'm running the um, the government. The, the FBI HRT government okay. handle an OD green on there. Um, and then I do have the Ford Controls trigger guard and OD green anno as well. So it's a, it's a like you said, there's a inconsistencies across all, but it, it looks amazing. Um, I'm hoping when I hit the range this weekend to try to get some pictures um, while I'm out there, uh, out and about. But there I, you go. I'm I'm in love with this thing. I I'm I'm a bit waffling on whether to throw iron sights on it or just run it straight EOTech right now. 
um, and not have any backups. Part of me, since I'm doing the night vision thing, is thinking not to bother with irons because I can just slap an IR unit on the front. Uh, I think you might want to do um, an IR unit uh, uh, backups, but if you're running the D ball, I think you can use the Unity and you can put the Unity front sight post on top of your D ball unit, if I remember correctly. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's, Unity. There's a leaf makes a yeah. thread on to the top that's for the front irons. So then on the back, I don't know, do I just pop a M bus on there? Yeah, put a freaking. I have a Midwest Industries that I'm going to be running on my other 13.9. You can go get a Matek. This one folds down out of the way. This one's awesome because you can literally pop it up like that. Oh, okay. And then it just folds down out of the way. And then this is your thing. And then you, and then with your with your iron sights, you can literally go all the way out to 600. Yeah, 600 on this. Huh. Yeah. I would definitely get a shorter or, or skinnier front blade um, if you want to do like real precise well, stuff. I mean, I'm not going to have that option because um, if I put the leaf thing on the D ball. Oh, um, yeah. It comes with its that, own front blade. That's, that's not even adjustable like windage wise or elevation wise. Like you're, it's fixed. Yeah. So then just, I would, I would go with that and then just find out whichever one um works for for you best but definitely like the Motex. they're really nice all right yeah so for right now i'll probably run it as is until i do the ir setup then um the only other thing that i was eyeing is um i'm running one of the bcm cags on my sbr um so i was trying to figure out like a hand stop or foregrip or something i was actually eyeing the is it arasaka they have their finger stop and then they have their indexer arasaka lights are the best made by gene malkoff who makes the best lights on the planet go check him out <laughs> but back, back to the uh finger stop <laughs> um so yeah, I've got my eye on those just because they're very simplistic and it doesn't take up as much space. I might even throw one of those on my AR9 because I'm running the Odin Works one on that and the, the size of it. <clears throat> the AR9 in general is heavy. So if I can uh, take a little bit of weight off by throwing like a finger stop on it, I might do that. But I also am thinking about throwing one of these on uh, the scalper. Well, first of all, AR9s are terrible. You shouldn't have any of them. I knew you were going to start. <laughs> <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost as bad as my, my 22 hatred. Um, <laughs> but, have you used any of these, though? Like the, the indexer or the finger stop? Nope. I, I don't know. They're all, to me, they seem really expensive for what they are. Uh, Slate Black Industries makes some really cheap shit. So that's usually what I go with. Like dudes are all about like rail scales and stuff. And I'm like, no, not spending $50 on two panels. Like it's not happening. Like I'm not running that. Yeah. So that's exactly why I look at all of that stuff. And I'm like, mm, yeah, you know, Slayback Industries, ultra cheap. Like don't care. 
Although apparently this knight's grip is worth like two hundred dollars. Probably. Like <laughs> knights does a knights does a very I I was gonna call it similar to the the Arasaka one, but I was browsing Brownells. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. What the hell is it called? I don't know. Part of me wants to get night vision, but part of me also wants to get a Knights SR15 upper or, or SR16 upper. That would be awesome. Where is this thing? Um, I was browsing this before and <clears throat> it, it, it looked very similar. So they have a hand stop. Oh, they have their index stop. And the index stop looks very similar to the Arasaka, but the this this is fifty-one dollars because it has a Knights logo. And it's oh my god, the SR twenty-five lower receiver. Guess how much it is? Just guess. You can't. You can't. Uh, it's twenty-five sixty-five. No, just a lower receiver. No, nothing other than a, just a full built-out lower. No buttstock or anything. Thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, I was off by a hundred. I I had just seen it when I searched. That is <laughs> it was nuts. at the top of the search. Their SR25 upper is thirty five hundred dollars. And to clarify for everyone, that is the seven six two lower or the three oh eight lower. Yeah, they're definitely definitely planning on going to do um, the uh, the SR15 upper at some point. I'm going to do the eleven five though. Yes, that is the way. Eleven five is the way. <laughs> I like the 11.5, but I, I just, I'm not sure. Like, I don't think I'll ever own a Knight's can. So I'm not 100% sure if I want to do a pin and welded Knight's muzzle device. Oh, are they normally pinned and welded in there? They're 14.5. Yeah. Which is the only um, other one I would do. I wouldn't do their 18 inch. Um, but yeah, they're 14.5. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. But I mean, I will say Knight's make some awesome shit. Um, I never, I, I got to run, uh, one night's gun when I was in the army, but I mean, I don't, I mean, it wasn't like, it was amazing. I, I did run the SR 25. So that was pretty cool. I really want to try their ambi safety. They have that's been on my watch list with Brown, um, Brownells for a while, but I've never seen it come in their ambi safety. Yes. Yeah. Or their, or their mag release safety. It's it looks 60, very similar. $65. Yeah. <laughs> I want to compare it to my $15 one. It does, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> You're fucking out of luck there, sir. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't find it to try. But my, my $15 one has screws on either side. And normally, sometimes they'll loosen after like, one range trip and then you just throw some more blue loctite on there and tighten those things back down and it's good to go oh i didn't know uh, knights made a 300 blackout oh they do yeah the sr30 hmm. dude the knights never has anything in stock <laughs> that, that, i mean that's you can get the the gas block if you're looking for a knight's gas block they are on brown l's they are yeah. uh 110.99 no, fuck that. The rear sight is on here too. Yeah. 101 uh, 201 for the rear sight, the 300 meter one? 600 meter. Oh, okay. Not the micro. 
the 300 meter is $232. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Nights is, I mean, is, I, is I, I mean, does it blow you at the same time? Like, I, I, I mean, I still like, we Nights? laugh at, we laugh at this stuff, but I, my curiosity is peaked at like what the quality is on this stuff. Uh, well, to be honest, it's kind of why I wanted an SR15 upper, but apparently like they don't take brass very, or they don't take um, steel case very well. So I wouldn't be shooting it very often. <laughs> you know, I was I, for a short bit, I was looking at a, a Hodge barrel mm-hmm. uh, before I ordered that Sons of Liberty barrel. Um, and I was chatting with someone and they told me that the the Hodge are actually designed around federal uh, brass. Hmm. So you're not supposed to shoot basically anything else other than federal through it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm not doing that. It's steel case for me. A that lot was, of- that <laughs> was pretty much when I heard that, I was like, okay, well, I want to be able to feed it like everything. So uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I got, I got a thousand rounds of Red Army Standard. I've got 2000 rounds of Wolf. I got 600 rounds of wolf gold. Like, yeah, I'm not. Mm-mm. <laughs> I got a lot of steel case to shoot. There I'm pretty is. much prepping for the end of summer because right now it is stupid hot in Texas. So it's going to suck balls going and shooting on Sunday. Yeah. See this Ambi safety. I just pulled it up. They give you different levers for the. Um... Shit, it better come with a stripper for 10 minutes. For $65. Shit, I... You know, they call it Ambi. But then at the same time, if it was true Ambi, you can't switch the levers on either side. So it's still set up for right-handed because the only side that you get, like, the the lever where it's... I don't know what to call it. Trimmed out for your finger Mm -hmm. is on the right side. Like, you lefties wouldn't be able to really run it unless you... with I mean, you could run it, but you'd still have a full lever on the one side. Yeah. And you don't have an option to have it egged out or whatever the hell you want to call it. Now I got to find, find the damn thing again. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I mean, my curiosity has peaked about it. I mean, I'll say that. I, I would have, if I could have gotten one, I would have put it on the scalper. Um, but right now I'm just running a, the standard Sons of Liberty mil spec. Um, safety on that well see at this point then colt actually would be better for you because you can colt doesn't have the cutout i think in the lever and that's no but if you go with the colt the colt apparently is ambidextrous from the factory apparently their colt apparently the colt safety you can change sides with it oh not their full auto one but their normal one yeah the reversible yeah so colt has a reversible safety that you can change sides with it's it's literally reversible it's 30 bucks oh shit yeah 39.99 well shit this could go on the scalper and it's reversible so you can literally just pop it out put it in a different and it's more than 30 bucks. This that's that's without the lever for the other side. 
the lever for the other side is another 36. It's 39.90. This is a $76 safety. What are you talking? No, no, no. That's for the A4. Oh, what are you? I'm not looking at? at. I'm not looking at the A4. Oh, I looked up Colt and. But yes, you can do the up. A4. You can do the A4, and it's reversible also. And it's pretty Gucci. Mm -hmm. But it's you know seventy bucks for a safety. Have at it. I mean, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever, so, whatever fits your budget. Whatever fits your budget. So now that you're in a, in a in a state where you're allowed to be unrestricted, I want your first thoughts on what you think it's going to be like for your first weekend out carrying. And Monday, when we re-record our podcast, you have to tell us what it was like for you carrying all weekend, because you have to carry all weekend. <laughs> Straight through? Straight through. Like, go to bed with it in your underwear. You have to, you know, wake up in the morning. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to raw dog the wife, you got to be wearing it, you know. Um, uh, I, yeah, I'm not even sure what to expect. So what are your uh, thoughts? But what do you, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So we got to have your, your unbridled thoughts going into the weekend because you I mean, haven't, I, I told you like from the get go, I, I don't want to refer to it as like intimidating, but the fact that now, like you can just kind of, you know, that you can go pop in and out of stores and grab whatever you need. There is a slight in intimidation factor to that where you're kind of just like nervous that like you're going to end up getting harassed for some reason by, you know, like somebody calls the cops and nah, don't worry about that. walk through the paces, everything. I, at this point, I think they, there's going to be from the amount of people that are applying and all of that in a very short window, the street, everybody's going to be out there carrying and yeah, but that, that's, that's kind of initial reaction. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'll, I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> there you go. But, I want to. I want to know what ends up happening come Monday. I think we're going to need a recap. So, this is going to be a recap like, of like <laughs> all the stores you visited. <laughs> and then selfies, like, selfies what, outside. <laughs> how you felt like before you went in, and how you felt after? Because I guarantee you, from like tomorrow, you're going to be you're going to be a little nervous going in your first place, and then after tomorrow, like come come Monday, you're going to be like, Whoa. oh, I could walk on the moon with my gun. Like you're going to be like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> So it's just like, you know, like you go from, you go from that and then you're going to find out like things that you like when you're concealed carrying th first things you don't like, like you'll go through like, dude, I, I probably went through like $300 worth of holsters and like, oh, I was going to ask, and this is uh, another thing for people listening that are in these States that are just getting their permits, but what do you do maintenance wise? So like, if you're out and you're sweating your ass off all the time on your gun, mm -hmm. Do you come home and just oil it? What What does your maintenance look like? On I look at it for rust, and I go, mm, "Is it rusting?" And then I'm like, "No, okay, put it back in the holster, keep going." There's okay. a lot of lint. Like I, I, I have not understood like how much lint there was on my clothes until I started carrying it every day. There's a shitload of lint. That's a survival feature. If you need to start a fire somewhere, you now have lint for that. There you go. The it'll, collect, it'll collect in your optic. Um, yep. So have fun with that. <laughs> same, same with belly button lint. You need yep. to start a fire somewhere. You just pluck some belly button lint out and mm -hmm. rub some sticks together, and you're good to go. Yeah, you know, make sure your sweat's not covering your lint. You know, you should be okay. Um, the uh, yeah, no, there was a lot of lint 
Like I remember, I remember having to deal with that, but now it's just like, I just blow it out. Like it's not too bad. I go to the car wash, like down the street and I'll literally like pull my shirt up and there'll be like a bunch of lint in there. And I just, I just blow a bunch of air into my holster and people think I'm like blowing air into my crotch, but it, you know, I just blow a bunch of air into my holster and there's just a whole shitload of lint that comes out the bottom of it. Uh, it's, it's hilarious. Like, it's what I, I don't know. I don't have an air compressor. Like it's like the one fucking tool I don't have an air compressor. So it's like, <laughs> you know, but I, I just, I do that. It gets all the lint off of everything. It cleans it, it cleans stuff out. It's really nice. Super easy. All you right. Know? Well, I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, just go to your local car wash and, you know, shove a, <laughs> shove an air hose down your, down your body and, you know, blow out a bunch of lint. It's not, I mean, it's not that difficult. You know, once you kind of get, you, you just need time to get used to it. You have like a growing period. Cause I remember for like a couple, a couple months, I would go like to do an ATM and I would move my holster to the side, but it's because where my position was, where I was carrying, wasn't just comfortable throughout the whole thing. Now I'm crawling inside of machines and my holster really never moves from my appendix. You, uh, yeah. I was about to say you apex or you. Yeah. Yeah. Appendix. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's uh, there's some people that some people are so anti that uh, some people are just dumb, you know, so we let them live for some reason, but <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I totally get it. Like, if you're not comfortable carrying appendix, like, I totally get it. Like, it is scary. Like, when I like sometimes I'm, I'm at the range and I'm and uh, like when I first started practicing carrying yeah, appendix, like, I was like, but there's I, there's different areas of appendix though. Because I've seen some where they're carrying it like off to the side. Then I do, I do, I do off center. So I do strong side off center appendix. I don't do dead center appendix. Um, I have some gut issues, uh, partially because I'm fat, uh, but also because like I, I have issues. Like I, I, like I have that. So I, I try not to carry like dead center because it ends up pushing on my stomach and I end up like just in pain. Um, so I do a little like. I would probably do strong side appendix. So uh, it's it's just easy for me uh, to do that. But I also carry a little bit higher up in the waist area. Like I don't carry like really low. Um, so there's always that to deal with. I, um, I just love carrying, you know, like I love carrying everywhere I go. I literally do it everywhere. So. All right. Yeah, I, I'm not, I normally go appendix uh i mean dominant side slight offset today yeah. i was playing around with uh i mean 12 o'clock like front and center yeah now how flexible are you when you're carrying is also a different story too yeah that's something to be aware of too is if you gotta pick something up you're better uh kneeling over or, or uh yeah kneeling or not bending over to grab it like actually squatting oh, down I, to grab it i bend over to grab stuff all day i have found out wow. that i have to so what i end up having to do is i have to move my my strong side so my strong side is my left side so if i go to bend over and i'm doing something i find it's easier just to pivot like pivot my whole body that way and use and and use my strong side leg to kick out and yeah i've i've done that it's, but it's that's just that's something I learned in the army. Instead of just bending your whole body over and keeping both your feet on the ground, bend over and put kick one leg out. It's literally way easier, you know. Huh. Um, but I mean, that's just I think that's just pivoting in general. Like that's what I think you should be doing. But I don't know. 
we're going to wrap this up because I want to go get dinner. So any other questions? Um, not that I can think of. I'm just going into this first weekend. It's going to be all awesome. right. We're going to come. We're going to hopefully we're going to record another episode come Monday. So we got to have updates. On... Hopefully I don't hopefully I don't call you from prison this week. <laughs> I'm, that'll be an interesting podcast. Malar is joining us from jail. <laughs> There's an inmate calling you collect. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna if I have to take a collect call, I'm kicking your ass. <laughs> It'd be like, excuse me, officer. I have a podcast at this hour. <laughs> I need to make a call. <laughs> hopefully, you'll be out by Monday. Because if you get if you go over the weekend, hopefully Monday night you'll be out processed. Like the judge will let you out. So. No, yeah, no, nothing's going to happen, but it's, uh, it's definitely, it is an interesting feeling, just the, the thought of being able to, to kind of roam now uh, just, without, without the, the restrictions. See, to me, I just don't understand the whole restriction thing, but at the same time, like, I would have said fuck it to the restriction thing. I would have done fuck y'all, uh, but I know, I know you were like, no, I can't break the law. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a little more uh, dot my I's, cross my T's, and <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. As I said, I've <laughs> accidentally carried it, carried into police station before, so it's not like I'm worried about it. Um, <laughs> but well, you have a good night, man. What do you say when you hang up or whatever right. when you finish your video? <laughs> Run suppressed, stay blessed. All right, shoot him in the face. <laughs>